A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Thinker Girl, the podcast. Welcome to Thinker Girl, the podcast, episode 26. Uh, we're Radio Chicks, Christy Mercer, Stacey June. That's us, isn't it, Cable? Hello. Hi, girl. Uh, we dump our co-host once a week and chew the fat on right on this podcast. Uh, and we have, we've started a bit of a hot seat thing here mm. happening where we invite someone to join in, bring a gem and basically chew the fat with us. This week we have Rosie Panetta. Welcome, Rose. Hi, guys. Wow. That's amazing. Who did that? Christy. I amazing think, skills, I think it was a combination, lady. wasn't it? That was a, that was a combination. Yeah. What a well tongue roll. We are so in tune that we're actually a percussion band uh, outside of this podcast. <laughs> this is more than I hoped for, guys. This is amazing. Entertain me. So basically, Rosie, if you're not familiar mm-hmm. with the podcast, we each bring a gem, anything that we've kind of been playing on our minds that we gem- we might not be speaking about uh, and we chew the fat about it, basically workshop it out on this podcast. We get 10 minutes each and Philip is our timer. He sits in the studio. He's a duck with a cigar in the corner and just wraps us up because we just kind of bullshit on a bit. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I like that we're already saying bullshit. This is good. (laughs) I'm already liking this. I'm already liking this. It's really tame for me, i got to say. (laughs) Um, But that's another reason we started this freaking podcast, so we could say whatever the hell we wanted. This is good. Um, the stuff all right. The says I'm not allowed to say on, on the nah, show. No boundaries. Yeah, well, that's yeah. what it's for. Yeah, yeah. It's like mm-hmm. if we let ourselves loose, it's like taking your bra off, I say, at the end of the day. Oh, it's the Wicked. best feeling. Yeah. Lucky yeah, we've yeah. got Philip. He's going to rein us in. Yeah, yeah. Okay, guys, <laughs> we, we'll do a bit of a contents. Christy, what have you got? Uh, I want to talk about abortions this week. Um, it's been a bit of a hot topic uh, in where I live, uh, which is in Albury. And... Um, yeah, I just wanted to fill you guys in on something that I just saw about some protesters around the corner from my place. Okay, full on. What about you, mm. Rosie? Well, I want to set the uh, the scene in the opposite direction, really, really <laughs> um, set a precedent for all your future guests. And, <laughs> and for, people about... to, for people to learn about you. <laughs> yeah. Hi, guys. I'm Rosie Panetta, and I want to talk about dick pics. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah you do. You, gotta, you have to fit right in here, you are, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Uh, I, I look forward to it. I hope the dick pics involve a Snapchat discussion at the least. Yeah, yeah, and a, and a web link at the end of the podcast. Perfect, yeah. perfect, perfect. <laughs> um, I want to talk about an instance where I I had a had a little bit of a flutter with uh, going against the law. Thought it was the norm that everybody had this kind of uh, flutter of maybe doing something a bit naughty uh, when they were younger, and told a story told the story to a person, a friend of mine, a new friend, uh, and she looked at me with. Absolute horror. So I want to air it to you guys and you can tell me whether you think that everybody was doing it or, in fact, it was actually Ooh. just me. You're okay. a cream? Um, yeah, I guess I am. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if anything you say now can be used. Like, like Could you, you get in trouble for that still, even if it was years ago? Well, this is an interesting thing. I mean, I guess we put, it. we put it up there, but we will be very, maybe we'll be colourful around the detail, like not too black <laughs> and white. Yeah. 
Wow. It's going to be hard to do the potty if you're in, in prison, you know. Yeah, well, no. I'll tell you what. Really? Need... One phone call a week. Oh, yeah. This be it, <laughs> and what a good phone call it would be. Like, <laughs> don't you reckon? Uh, yeah, it would be colourful. Um, all right, who wants to start? Christy, you want to go? Yeah, we'll yeah, give I'll we'll, start. we'll put Rosie in like a bit of a sandwich for her first yeah. time. Thanks, guys. Mm. Rosie, I'm you can so welcome. You can be the sausage in our sandwich. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. All right, I'll get get the bread started. This is um, this is something that's been a bit of a hot topic um, where I live at the moment. There's been um, been going on for the last oh probably a couple of months, and um, they're just around the corner from where I live in Albury. There's an abortion clinic, and I don't know, it's not something you would really know much about unless you've actually been in that situation yourself or had to accompany a friend or a family member there. So, I don't know, it's not, it's not something that's got, got a massive fucking neon sign out the front. But the only reason I do know this is because it was only, only about 12, 10, 15 minutes ago, I drove past a group of protesters that were anti-abortion protesters standing out the front of this, um, this particular clinic. And it's been all over the news, splashed throughout the papers, um, you know, all on radio. It's, it's been really massive because at the moment there is a protest against the protesters. There's been um, like this big petition going around town that they're trying to get thousands of signatures basically to stop the anti-abortion protesters saying it's like a breach of privacy and whatever. And unless it's kind of happened to you or, I don't know, somebody that you know, you kind of go, oh, yeah, well, you, you can't relate so much to it and that's kind of how I felt although I think it is what they're doing is shitful I wasn't until not so long ago like 10 minutes ago I drove past and I saw this group of protesters probably about 10 or 15 of them and they were holding up placards and they had there was a couple of kids there God and it's late it's quite late in the afternoon like they must have been there all freaking day and there was there were like three or four kids. I reckon there was like three boys and a girl, and I reckon they were aged maybe between six and ten. I'm going to say like young, holding up these signs, being like abortion equals murder and stuff. And I kind of slowed right down oh, in my car God. like a creep because I was like, it was just a bit like one of those moments where you go, that's actually happening. Like I've seen the footage, I've heard about it, I've seen the photos in the news, but when you actually see it, you're like, shit. That's actually happening. And the fact that there were kids there holding those signs, I was like, this is, this is next That's level shit. Full on. Is full on. It's like yeah. the, the kids gone to school, mummy and daddy have picked them up and said, okay, you're going to come push my little message at this clinic. As if the kid knows what they're holding up and what it means. I think it's bad it's enough. It's bad enough to push uh, a kid to follow a football team. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. everybody needs to be their own person, let alone when there are, pe- there are people out there doing things like this. How ironic is that these people are pushing for people not to make a decision to essentially, you know, make the best decision for what they think their life is and potentially this child, which you know, will no longer be because they think it's in that best interest as well. How ironic that they think that's awful when they're the ones that have their kids with the signs. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how yeah, ridiculous really is that? Form. Oh, now, you said how long have they been? Like, how? How? Why? Why? I don't know if you know this. Why have the protesters started in the first place? Like, what sparked them? They've just decided let's bring up this little well, argument again. Well, they're, everywhere. they're everywhere. They're everywhere. They are everywhere, everywhere but. But I think the reason it's been a hot debate is the fact that it's probably been going on for a while, but it's only kind of yeah. come to a head and got a lot of spotlight on it now because 
there's a big um, group of people that just says, this is shit, we need to actually stop this. And I think because they're going around with this petition trying to stop the anti-abortion protesters, the anti-abortion protesters are trying to combat that, fight back, and probably protest more than they already would. And it's funny because... I don't know. I've never, I've never personally been touched with somebody who has had to walk into a clinic like that or make a decision so big, you know, not only for their life but potentially that of somebody else's. But I was really like not shaken, but I got back. I don't know, and I keep think, I keep thinking about it, and I'm just keep thinking about how how wrong it is that there that there are kids involved, and not only that, but just how someone can stand there like because you never know what that situation is you never know what why that female is walking into that clinic you know whether it comes from an abusive relationship is it from a is it from a rape is it from maybe she's already miscarried and gone too long in her term and it needs to be actually taken out by a professional or it is a person a woman that's decided career is important to her or that she doesn't want a child at this place when she's in 10 grand debt it doesn't fucking matter what it is it's got nothing to do with a stranger it has nothing to do with a a random yeah and i mean everyone has a right to an opinion but like to set up right outside like i have been into one of these clinics like one of my dearest and nearest friends had to make this decision really young like we were hardly 20 when she when she made this decision um she made it her mum knew about it like it was a well decided decision you don't just you don't just jump into it yeah it's considered Mm. Mm. and, and then like it was like the state of mind she was in to, to even imagine that there would be people outside the clinic with signs, like just judging you straight up the minute you mm-hmm. walk in, the minute you walk out, that would not have helped anyone. And Rosie, she already wasn't in a good state of mind. You, like, this is horrible. When you did it, did she, was there no one, did you go, you went with her? Yeah. And there was yeah, no we, one out the front? No, no, and and likewise, you wouldn't you wouldn't have known the place unless you you'd been there before, and, yeah. and, and no, yeah. it's not a nice place. Like there are all types of women in there, and, and it's just the cold. Like well, the one you know, I went to was just you see everyone in this in this clinic, and you don't know why they're there or why they're making the decision. And some of them have you know obviously the fathers with them or a supportive male, and you, you, no one no one wants to be there, no. let alone. Have yeah. someone no. outside point no. you and, and say you're a murderer or whatever message that they're spreading. Mm. Like it's just, mm. it, and I, some of the writing is, yeah, and some of the writing is in red texter. And I am very lucky not, enough to have not had to make that decision for myself. But a few years ago, uh, was had a friend, and you know, anyway, got to a point where I ended up taking someone um, to the actual clinic. Uh, mm-hmm. to make this decision and we were yeah we were um we were welcomed by these people and it is the most mortifying experience like one of the most mortifying experiences I've ever experienced and it wasn't even me going through with this i i yeah. just looked at them and i i couldn't help but actually feel like kind of they lived on another planet and we lived on this other planet like we weren't the same human because what I saw the girl that I was with go through with herself Mm. anyone that knew that would never do what they were doing to her or to any of the other girls that walked in and I just all of a sudden had this disconnect and this real fast jolt to adulthood where I went there are shit fucking people out there and and 
you, you lose this naivety that people generally are fairly nice because when you see someone so broken and then people choosing to do that, you go, you're not the same kind of human that I understand or, or that could possibly even comprehend having a conversation with. It's not even, it wasn't even worth getting angry about. It was more so hurtful at the thought that there were people being produced in our world that was so mm. ill-considered of others. Like that is essentially what it is. It's that they are so involved in their own agenda that they would have absolutely no idea on on the level or the wave or, or whatever any of these women were going through. And it was a it was a sad day on, on many accounts. And that's the other thing. It is still a sad day. This isn't yeah. a celebration yeah. day. Mm. You know, mm. this is a hard decision. And unfortunately, the other thing I noticed, Rosie, I don't know about you, but there wasn't yeah. that many men in the clinic I was at. And that's the other fucked up thing about it is that it is yeah. shun, it's shunned away like it's women's business. It's something we have to deal with. And I'm not saying that men aren't supportive or, you know, but we forget also that half of these people fucking with the science are blokes. It's mm. like, what the hell? Hell, you mm. more so than ever do you have no right when you have absolutely no idea and um, unfortunately you never will be able to because that's just the way it worked out you are a guy we're girls and we can't pretend to be the same in this instance because we are fucking not mm. yeah, yeah but the, majority, yeah. majority of the, the people at the front from what i saw at about 10 or 15 i look i only did drive past I was driving past pretty slow, but there were a lot of men there. Yeah, there were, it's, it's there were a handful of women, but those, yeah, but just to see those kids, and I know, Stace, you're, I completely understand with what you're saying, that you are so different to me right now. It is like you are on a different planet, but you've got to think about if if you're, like when you're young, and your mum and dad say this is right and this is wrong, you take their word for gospel. Like if you're taught something from when you're six, and that's the scary part, but if that's the message that's being passed on, and if you're, as a six-year-old, every Thursday you go down and do your little anti-abortion protest, well, you think that's right, you know what I mean? And that's why, and without getting really self-righteous, that's why this conversation has to happen. That's why this Mm. needs to be more of a public conversation. Conversations like this have to happen, where you talk about how disgusting it is for any person that's gone through it, so they know in the very back of their head, the little demon that is at the back of their head saying, you know, you're a bad person for doing that decision. No, you're not alone. A lot of people have to do it. And what they're doing, yes, like Rosie, you said earlier, people are so allowed to their opinion. You don't have to agree and disagree. I don't agree with them. They don't have to agree with me. But to actually exude your your kind of agenda Mm. on people in a scenario like that is just... Think about the people who you're attacking. Like, gosh, just... Think about it. It's like Like, hitting a person that's already down, you know, like it's like the person's almost dead on the ground and you fucking kick him in the, in the guts just to get the last bit, you know, like it's that, it's that like terrible. You know, it's well, just. Guys, did I hear a duck? Did I actually yes. hear? Yes, that was like minute, That was minutes ago. Yeah, Phillip, all right. Like, what does the duck symbolise? So Philip means Philip means wrap it up, girls. Like you've I had your time. Like, shut up. Yeah. Basically, move yeah. on. He's like, all right, all right. Oh no, I've never done a voice for Philip. I better shut up. I better stop. Okay, Rosie, completely gear change, which is what we do here a little bit, like crazy okay. people. Um, yeah. Change momentum. Yeah, bring us your gem. Mm -hmm. What have you got? I'll spit it. Okay. All right. I need to talk about this because I had this discussion with one of my my close guy friends and he does this and he says it's normal and he's 
says his girlfriend loves it and I don't dick pics. If I don't want dick pics from my man, who is admittedly, I'm in a long-distance relationship, if I don't want them, does that make me, A, a bad girlfriend, B, a prude, or C, is that... Is that cool? Am I allowed to not like the does dick your, pic? Does your boy... Yeah. Okay, first off, yes, because you like what you like. So it's cool in the... It's fucking cool in the hood. Uh, but B, um, does your boyfriend, like, have this kind of urge or need yeah, to give he, them to you? Does he send them to yeah. you? Does he ever send them? No. Well, no, he does. Well, he's never. He, he, he doesn't. He doesn't. And, well, he doesn't. And that's why I thought we weren't like a normal couple because my okay. mate, who's a bloke, he was like... I'm always doing this with my girlfriend who's also like in a long distance relationship really? and I'm like we're not we're not doing the dick pic and we're not doing long distance properly well, how do you how do you know that you don't like him if you've never received one then Oh, because you just know, Christy. I don't. I don't think I. I don't think I want one. I don't think I like. I don't. I don't. I don't just want a picture of a dick on my phone. They are so ugly and long and like they're just like if he's not actually you know like aroused at the time that he Mm -hmm. takes it, it's just going to look like Michelangelo. You're only taking it when you're Hang hard. on. You're like, sounding what? very, 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 very expertise in this area, miss. Like I do love a bit of a dick pic. Are you not are you not are you not shy to one, young mate? I'm not, I've received it I've received a few dick pics in my life, like Rosie, also in a long distance relationship. But oh, you know what you know what my rule is? If it's just yeah. the dick, your rule is that Zane says that he's you're not allowed to talk about this because this is a bit too far. I've already broken that. Sorry, Zane. No, but if it's just if it's just dick, like just just close up William balls, it's too much. Bit confronting. But what do, you, what do you want in a dick pic? Zoom man? out. No, 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 no. Hang on. Zoom out. See the whole body, the pecs, the muscles. Then I'm okay with it. Hang on. So, so then that's not, actually a full body naked shot. That's not a yeah, dick pic. Uh, it's that's a, different. It's a naked. A naked selfie. A little bit different. And do you, okay, so say you get the yeah. full body, do you uh, zoom in and crop and then screen, <laughs> you know, zoom, 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 and then screen grab? <laughs> yeah, and then don't actually admit that you're liking it? No, I have to appreciate it as a whole. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, if it's just there, it's like naked selfie featuring dick pic. It's okay. But if it's just, I just, I like zooming. Yeah, no. I just, I think, like, I'm okay with, like, if there's a naked, a bit of nakedness in, when you're Skyping. So you're like, there's action, you're in the moment. You'd be like, I'm just, I'm just here, I'm seeing ya. Or even if it's like a full body pic, like, I like a good ass or a good, a good, a good, a good peck. I love a good peck. I think a peck yeah. is like, the best or a shoulder, yeah. Or a shoulder, like I don't. Uh, but at what point? Like I think it's the I think it's the decision where he goes. You know what? That is a good looking dick. I'm going to take a photo <laughs> and I'm going to send it to my lady, and she's going to love it. Like well, I don't I was... know who does. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I was concerned that your boyfriend was like wanting to send them to you and then you were rejecting him. Like, can you imagine if we were to send like a photo of our boobs or something and then they were like, oh my God, I do not want that. Like, that's what I was worried about because I was like, this poor bastard is up for it, ready to give this long relationship a go. And you were like, keep your dick photo to yourself. Like, that would be awful. But if you're on... They're more funny than any, like, you can get it and you can be like, oh, that's cut, you know, like, I don't know. It's more of a, it's more of a laughing thing. Like, I'm laughing because I'm nervous kind of laugh. I'm not like, oh my God, this is <laughs> I so like hot. that though. I think it's good to keep the adrenaline running and be a bit silly and flirty and whatever. But I don't know if I still would find it that funny because they're just so ugly. I feel like, I feel like Yeah. Snapchat was made for dick pics and mainly, yeah. I feel like my gay friends, like, they actually... They love them. Yeah, like, I don't know any other mates other than my gay mates that um, send dick pics, actually. That's yeah. a good point. And they even, like, take photos and then keep them. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm like, really? Why? So hang on, like, isn't that kind of like a vagina pic? Like a vagina on its own, it's pretty confronting. Isn't it just yeah. like a penis? Can, and isn't it yeah. interesting that we're talking dick pics and straight away, like, you say dick pic and everyone knows as if you would ever have a conversation or have ever heard anyone say <laughs> how let's talk about fanny pics. Like would you I open your would you so... open your legs or would you no. like close your legs? Like what that is a not... mirror, but even though I'm just I'm just suggesting there would be a mirror, I think, maybe. <sighs> no. Oh. It's not nice. I don't think just a a fanny pic would be very nice. Yeah, I especially, no. And look, and that's that's to say, you know, that's a good thing because it's not just dicks that we don't like, I think are ugly. Like, I'm not sure. It's not a great thing. I've spoken about this on the podcast before. I really don't think that it is a great thing that I find genitals so unattractive. I think there's something deep seated in that. Not sick, not sick, but I think as society, as we grow, as we're raised, we're meant to hide them and feel embarrassed about them and feel like they're ugly. We're not, they're not celebrated. Well, would it be frightening if they were, I guess? I think they should be. Like, I want my kids, I want my, my, my house to be a naked house. Like, I don't want no, people to I feel like. so weird. I think it, like, I was in Sydney on the weekend and we were at Bondi Beach and there was a kid running around and my other half and I were saying, look at each other and we're like, that kid is too old to be naked. Like, yeah, but he was not at Bondi Beach, babe. Not at yeah. Bondi Beach. It, to the point where it was weird and he, yeah, it was just, yeah, everyone talking, was staring at him. I'm not talking about naked in public, at the house, like where and you're safe. Like we get naked in the privacy of our own home. Imagine a kid telling that to his best friend in year six. Like, I know. That would be it's, it's like, okay, everyone, fish and chips for dinner and naked hours at seven. <laughs> like, I don't mean that. I mean, just like if you're running from the shower to the bathroom, you're not going to freak out at the chance that someone in your family home sees you naked like I feel like I didn't have that kind of I don't know like uh, uh, there's a re there must be a reason that I think that p- 
part of parts of you are like, like scary, you know, don't look at them. Like, don't look at them in the eye. Oh, sorry, it should be scary. Like, for you, for your dad to be in the house and for you to just run out nude and grab a towel. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm but, sorry. Like, that is so ingrained. And I'm, I am okay with that. <laughs> I think there's an age gap, but I think the age gap should only be when there's an uncomfortableness. Like, when there might be pubes. I reckon that's the point you start. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, you need to it's like breastfeed to when when you can ask for it, you're too old. Like yeah. I don't know. When, That's when a whole nother gem. When you can talk, yeah, I think get getting your bits out's a bit much. But then again, that being said, boobs are so different, aren't they? You can get your boobs done. Everyone loves boobs. Girls, boys, let's celebrate them, get the cans out. And it's not confronting it. They're fun and beautiful and natural. But for, yeah, yeah, you're down below, it's not so much. No, not at all. And so I just wonder where that comes from. Like, I think it must come from a place where of embarrassment at time. And that must come from hitting puberty or or not being comfortable being naked anymore. That's where I'm stemming it from. So I don't worry. I'm going to. I'm going to. You don't need to send uh, my kids. My my girls. uh, My girls are going to enjoy the dick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Wait for your mum. Ever again. (laughs) Oh god, she's out. Yeah, she's going a bit far today. And the duck has chimed in just in time. Please. My yeah. girls are going to love the dick. Okay. Mum of the year. Mum of the year. Nominated oh already. The time is the time is actually frozen for the first time in history of this podcast. I'm serious. The time, like, he's he won't frozen. Turn off. He's not turning off. This is a message. <laughs> Why? You got, so, you got so excited. Why today? Okay. Phew. Philip, wow. we get your presence. What's the technology today? I think. I don't know, Rosie. You've, you've, you've. I don't know. I think Philip, I think Philip wants to send me a dick pic. I think like he duck, does too. I think he actually. I think he likes you. Oh, hey, do no. Ducks, do ducks have doodles? <laughs> they have to, I guess. No. No, but they they help lay eggs, don't they? But how do they make more people, make more ducks? How does Philip you have know, kids? No, they lay eggs, but they have duck they sex. Have, Normal sex before the egg is laid. So do they have duck sex? Birds have sex. It looks like they're killing each other. It's the weirdest thing ever. Oh my god, we are all googling how ducks have sex as soon as this finishes. Do do ducks do doggy? I think they must. Um, Yeah, I'm pretty sure animals do. Animal, a lot of animals do. So they have one hole up the bum, like it's like the same. (laughs) Oh, really? a ducky, though. Oh, that was bad. That was really bad, guys. I'm so sorry. I take that back. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. <laughs> All right. Um, tell us how you're a criminal. Chicken. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So, um... Uh, I met this girl. I've met her once before through a friend and um, I saw her at this other work function and I don't know, we just got talking. It was like a night thing. So we had a few drinks and we were talking about being kids and being shitheads. And she brought up something about the beach and like rebelling. And I was saying, oh, I was the same. Like I used to go away. We had um, a caravan down the coast from where I was a couple hours out of town, out of the city. And, oh, God, I've so turned into a Queenslander, haven't I, out of town. Anyway, um, and we would go there and there was another girlfriend that would go also every summer. And we were kind of, you know, two peas in a pod all through teenage life. And we were a bit naughty. Like we certainly 
went down to like the area where everyone was and hanging out and drinking underage and doing all kinds of stuff. And so she was like laughing along and whatever. And I was like, oh my God. And then we went through this stage where we were obsessed with like um, going into uh, a surf shop and putting in bikinis under our clothes and then walking out and just rocking new bikinis for the entire summer. And she was like, so how, often, how often was it happening though? <laughs> um, More it, than once. It was kind of went through a stage of maybe a summer where it was like, it started with bikinis and it was like, oh, this is really easy. And then it went to like, you know, a singlet or a skirt or a pair of shorts. Um, and it, yeah, it extended to that. Like it was, it wasn't oh, wow. small. Like it, it. How much free stuff did you end up? Like how many bikinis did you end up I with reckon, in your closet? I reckon like two or three pairs and then maybe uh, like a, maybe a top on a pair of shorts or something like a couple of maybe two to three, four pieces of clothing overall. How'd you hide them from your mum? Well, this is Did the you thing. have to hide them a lot? I, I don't know because we kind of always shared clothes and I don't know. I think she, I can't remember because it was funny. So this girl's reaction was like she went white and did not know what to say because we oh. were talking so openly, sharing all these stories. And she was like, oh, my God. And I should have got it when she was like, I had my first, you know, uh, stolly at 19. I was like, oh, God, I had my first stolly wow. at like 14. And then I should have picked up there that we weren't yeah. sharing the same stories. <laughs> anyway, so when I when I told her I used to steal bikinis, she just didn't know what the hell to say. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, doesn't everyone go through a stealing stage? I stole stuff, but I don't I don't know that it was as consistent. Like I think maybe I did it once or twice and only little things and it was almost more of a, a dare, like let's see if we can do it kind of thing. Was it but lollies then- or something? Like what was it? No, I think it was hair ties. One time it was like hair ties, you know, like Priceline or, you know, a chemist, those kind of mm. stores where things are little or, or makeup-y stuff. It's easy you can to fit it in of... like a pocket or like a bag. Mm, yeah, I think tiny. I did that. But I remember the reason that I stopped doing it. I did it a couple of times. I probably wouldn't have been, oh, you eight or nine maybe, like in this shithead stage or mine anyway. And I, we saw at this particular shopping centre, we actually saw a person around about our age getting walked out by security with their hands behind their back. Really? So they'd, been, they'd been caught. And I think since then that was a bit of, wake, a, bit of a wake up call because I was like, shit, we can't actually, like you can't actually get in trouble for this. And that's when I, that's, I mean, that's when I stopped. I don't know. I, I don't know why. I can't say I've ever stole, guys. Ever. Um, should yeah. I? Should I? Should I? Have, well, like I, I think, I think I'm gonna blame my mother for just giving me this guilty conscience, and anytime I do anything wrong, I just like have to live with it for a couple of days. Wait a second. Um, blame your sure. mum for being great. Like I, why the yeah. hell was I such a shit kid? Like I, <laughs> sounds like a normal part of. No, obviously not, since your other mate. It's not normal, Rosie. She obviously confronted you, but you saying you've had this kind of normal, isn't it? Christy, hair ties is not bathers. Yeah, I never sell bathers. And bathers are expensive. Were you you getting the good ones? Yeah, Aztec Rose, man. That was my favourite. Oh, they were the coolest in the 2000s. I know. And they, they, were, still ex- they were still expensive They were too. so expensive. And we all yeah. had like our surfy brand that we were like, that's my brand, that's my brand. And mine was like Aztec Rose. I loved it. And so it was just, yeah, it was like a few kind of times overall. But I wonder why, I like there was this part of my teenage life where, you know, you go through different ages of your life and you you are obviously quite a different person. Like I've changed fairly dramatically from my early 20s to now. 
but overall you still feel like inside somewhere, as corny as it sounds, you are still yourself kind of. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like you've got something Mm -hmm. that is still you. There was a couple years there where I did a lot of things that were very not me. Like I, I really went through that teenage bit where I was really shit and really rebelling and kind of awful and, and bratty, but also, you know, doing different things to friends or being so, I think it was driven by such insecurity that I would just Mm. kind of block everything out and not so much. I didn't realize at the time it was such an aggressive way, but I really imagine going back to that time when I told this girl the story and, and now thinking about it, I don't feel myself. Like, I feel like this was this other section of my life. And I know and you, even though I'm You would have been like, it was like a group thing. Like, you girls would have been like, what, you said, like 15 and there was like a couple of you. So it'd be like, kind of like camaraderie and like, it would have just been like a time and place and it was just like... Yeah, but it's so yeah. not... I think, if, I think everyone has that though, whether it's stealing or whether it's sleeping around or whether it's taking drugs or drinking too much, I think... Um, I don't know. I think everyone kind of goes through a little bit of, not shit, but goes through those years and it's not until a few years on you look back and you go, what was I doing? Like I that? do, that's the thing. When you guys were saying, did, yeah. you get ta- did you get caught? I can't even really remember. I, I feel like I blocked it all out. Like there's like, when I was telling this girl, I forgot that I used, that I did this little summer of stealing and I was like, oh my God, what you were a fucking psycho like why were you doing that and it just it just yeah it just blew my mind and then I thought my god with her reaction as well I started to get even more paranoid that no one went through anything remotely like this stage but I'm glad that you're saying yeah I guess I didn't I didn't even know what drugs were in high school really your thing was theft. Some people rob banks and you just stole a few babies. All right, let's, right. let's take it stopped. easy. As long as it's stopped. As long as it's out of your system, You just you know? compared me to a bank robber. And who robs banks these days? I don't even know why. Oh, my you God. You could have with the price of the bathers, though, if you added them all up. Okay, girls. Like, <laughs> Jesus, freaking Charlie's Angels over here. Man. Who's the... But, oh. I'm just wondering, Rosie, did you ever have a time, it might not be stealing, it might be something else that you look back and you go, what was I doing? Like kind of pushing the boundaries, testing it a little bit? I think I had to wait until like I finished. I'm a late bloomer. I'm definitely a late bloomer um, because I think during high school, uh, like any good uh, Italian daughter, my parents had me under their thumb and we lived like... (laughs) like an hour away from the city and away from anything exciting. So, like, for me, it was hard to uh, get away with anything really until, like, I graduated and turned 18 and and went to uni. And there was, like, all this freedom. It was, like, now is my time. I didn't steal, though. I just, you know, drank a lot and (laughs) didn't go home a lot. I didn't steal ever. I've never had that. I don't don't think I need that. that. Mm. Yeah, I, it's just a weird thing. It's a weird thing. And look, I guess, yeah, I clearly know that it's freaking not right. But it's like that, that stage where you, like I said, you kind of go out of body a bit. And just mm. like I had a proper teenage years, you know, like when people say, oh, my God, that was fucked and awful. Yep, that was me. I was hideous to mum, hideous to anyone that wasn't helping me and my freaking school little popularity thing, you know? So yeah, how, how long did that last? How long did that last? And when did, like, was there a moment where you snapped out of it and you're like, 
what have I been doing? Or is it only something now at Heinz that like you look I back mean, and I mean, I wasn't go, completely Shit. awful to everyone. Like, I had lots of different no, no, friendships. No. But I guess, um, yeah, I kind of grew up towards probably year 12, I reckon, was like, so maybe like nine and 10. And then I started to, I don't know, just, you just kind of snap out of it. I like, uh, yeah, you, I don't know. It was, like I said, it was like that two year bubble. And then after that, you kind of, you go back to yourself a bit, even, even though before that you would have been a child, you still go back to, I don't know. I was, was raised to not do that. And also I'm quite an, like to think I was quite a nice person. So I don't know. You just kind of go back. You get it out of your system almost, maybe? Is that what Yeah, no reason It's like a stage. Like you had, yeah. you had to do it. Yeah. It's like, it's like as, as cliche as it sounds, like, you know, just a, like a stage or a That's what I mean. I. Like I actually you know? had those proper cliche teenage years, like where everything you would think you was a You were actually puberty blues, but a little bit like you in the were. Oh, the yeah. I haven't watched God, that yet. That is the shit. You need I to download to, it. Uh, yeah, I got to download season one and then go back. Everyone's telling me it's amazing. It's really good. Have you watched it, Rosie? I wish I lived. I wish I lived. It's a, it's the seventies, right? It's the seventies. I yeah. wish I lived in that era where, like, yeah, I just. I think I was born in the wrong year, guys. I was really? born thirty years. That's our parents' era. Yeah. yeah. I would have, yeah. you know what, I'm going to watch it and feel like some of it's the same because it's like real, you're at the beach and you're meeting boys like mm-hmm. at the park and the mm-hmm. beach and stuff. That was kind of this time for me. So and I had proper teenage, yeah, that's a bit Oh, smart. you'll love it. Yeah, I should. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. No, Aztec Rose, only crochet bikinis though. <laughs> oh, see, I would, I would wear <laughs> crochet bikinis. In the and... <laughs> oh, yeah. Then you'd need to be going <laughs> to the clinic, wouldn't you? Shit. <laughs> Anyway, that's enough out of me. I've got no filter today. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, if you want to listen to any of our podcasts or get involved in our uh, chitty chats, you can do so at facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls or thinkergirl.com.au. We have some really new exciting things to kind of have on our website soon, don't we, young mate? So we'll announce that in a few weeks as we, as we uh, progress and develop. Yeah, but get involved. And if you've got any any thoughts on any of the gems that we've spoken about or got gems that you want to bring to the table yourself, don't be shy. Yeah, and Rosie, if people want to um, hear more of your babble from day to day, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Rosie Panetta. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if you're in WA, just tune in to Hot FM WA. Yeah, and we've got to remember that. We're like, we've got another radio chick this week, and I'm in Queensland. Christy's in New South Wales uh, slash Victoria, Three like the border. States. Three yeah. times. No, hang on, we've got four covered. I'm Vic and New South Wales. Yeah, pretty much. So, oh, yeah. Geez. We're just, let's call us the voice of the country. I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't we? Straight. <laughs> um, thanks so much for joining us, Rosie. It was so fun. Um, Thanks for having me. Hope I haven't scared you off from having random guests in the future. No, Tell the hot back. seat. I've the got heaps more I've got heaps more dick conversations to be had, guys. No, no, no. So you, are, bring you, back. you are welcome. <laughs> Philip's already going off his head with his, his quack thumb up. All right, that's it enough for me. Thanks, guys. Bye. Guys. Bye. Bye. See ya.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.